You're listening to Yo! and Underlords Podcast. Brought to you by YetiArcade.com. Yo! 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 Level up your game by getting the latest news, reviews, and strategy to help you in your quest to becoming a Lord of the White Spire. And now your hosts. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 9 of Yo! An Underlords podcast brought to you by YetiArcade.com. Uh, today is Sunday, October 20th of 2019. And here in Kansas City, I am your host, J.R. Cook. And I am joined by our normal big-time crew over there, starting with big-time contract Willie over in Amish country, Indiana. How's it going, Willie? I am very excited for this, the the previews we've gotten today. I, I can't... Ooh. Sorry, that was loud. I I can't wait to talk about the uh the new heroes. I I am, I'm stoked. Yeah, and for those of you that didn't hear Willie right off the start talk, it's because I still had him muted there for a second. So I apologize for that. He was just saying hi. So <laughs> off to a good start hi. on the show. Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting here, accidentally muting people, accidentally pushing up uh some sound. So it's all good. Um, but in the other corner over there, like if this was a wrestling match or something or a boxing match, mm-hmm. um, all coming all the way from somewhere up near Canada, Mich- Michigan, we've got Charlie. How's it going, Charlie? Pretty good. Doing uh, doing well. Haven't uh, been playing a ton of Underlords, but I think that's about to change with all these announcements we're getting. Yeah. Well, we we kind of talked about that. We kind of talked about that last last episode of you know the game's just everybody's waiting for the update. Everybody's waiting for the update. The game's kind of like kind of blah right now because we know the good stuff is coming soon and uh i even tried playing this week just because i was like i'm gonna hop into some games and it took me like five minutes to get into a lobby i'm like all right a lot of people are probably feeling the same way about this game right now just waiting for the update yeah i've had a few people from uh that have left reviews on the show and and that have friended me on uh steam stopping when i was streaming other games and just like making jokes about how it was the underlords waiting lobby and everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it, it's the updates coming. Uh, we know uh, this Thursday is when it will hit and we started getting some updates uh, this past week. We're on day four of the updates. We have all of the new heroes we know about that we're going to get. Um, the only thing we're going to be missing is uh, some of the, uh, uh, the underlords in the duos uh, thing. So we'll, we'll be hitting that on the next episode. But before we get into all of that good news, um, Willie, what have you been up to in this last week? Well, much like yourself, I'm currently in the underlords waiting room. Um, I've tried to play a few games here and there just to kind of kill some time. And it's really hard to get into this when, when I know all of this, this exciting stuff is, is, coming down the pipe like this this coming week so i mean i i've i've dabbled with a few games here and there but good lord i i am i am chomping at the bit to get to these uh these new alliances and new heroes man i am just cheesed right now so where's upl at right now with everything and <laughs> well grand finals is going to be real interesting um because <laughs> that's when that uh we if the update hits this week, week uh, four, which is the final regular season week, um, that should be when the big update hits. Because we're ha- we're yes, we're planning a duo invitational uh, when that mode drops, and we've got some good names in there like Gela and uh, Swim. It, they're slated to uh, play. Uh, Tin Man slated to play. Ninja Ninja Ninja. Uh, people like that. You have some top players. We've got. Bebe coming in for commentary as well, um, and I'm excited because I'm going to be casting it. But yeah, that that week four should be like really interesting, just to see how this all all you know shakes out in a tournament setting. You know, yeah, I yeah we we don't know how it's going to pan out, but we're expecting a, a a a pretty hearty turnout once this patch drops. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for duos uh, myself. I'm I'm sitting here going. Hey Charlie, we're we're gonna play some duos, right? And I'm not I'm not looking at Willie to do this. I, I'm Charlie's gonna be my duo partner, just so you know, Jeez. Willie. Um, Good God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just had to put that out there. Um, I no, mean, I I'm, always knew there there was a you know 
a, a, an inherent dislike of me, but man. <laughs> it, it's nice. okay, Willie. You can also be my duo partner anytime when Charlie's not available. <laughs> <laughs> you're my. You're not my first choice. You might not be my second choice, but you're definitely my third choice. You're definitely a choice. <laughs> Did I mention number two is always available? <laughs> um. Yeah. So no, um, I, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. But what's funny is, uh, this this content is gonna drop right about the time that I leave for BlizzCon. So I feel like I'm gonna miss everything again. No, you're <laughs> no. gonna miss the chicken meta again. I know it's gonna be a part two. I know you're gonna miss it. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll be able to play for like a couple days. Um, but it's like one of those things where it's gonna drop on Thursday. Um, I'll probably be able to play that weekend. And then I leave for BlizzCon like immediately after the weekend's over. So uh, we'll have one more show before I leave, and then we'll have a week off um, because I'll be gone. So, um, but with that said, if you want to keep up to date on everything, uh, for those of you that heard last week, um, I did have a um, nice little link you could follow: Discord.me/slash/yo-podcast. So you can go join our Discord. Unfortunately, I found out uh, several days later that that link was not working because I didn't have something set up correctly. Uh, so if you listened to the show and you tried to join and it didn't work, um, go try that again. Um, I had messed it up. So uh, go join that and figure it out. Uh, and and oh, It's working now. I've, I have made sure of that. So uh, discord.me slash yo podcast. And Charlie, I skipped you, even though you're my duo's partner. <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Oh, I, I really haven't been able to. Well, I, I played like once or twice, but it, it just... It didn't yeah. go so well, and uh, yeah, I, I have been kind of just in the same boat as you guys, just waiting for the update, mostly playing other stuff at the, for the time being. Yeah, so that's a long-winded way of saying we're excited for the update, so let's talk about the update. This week in Dota Underlords. Uh, so first of all, we had uh, this huge preview where we got to learn that like pretty much every day this week we're getting an update. Um, we have four of them now. Um, we ended up with 12 heroes um, that have uh, been shown. Uh, we've got uh, four new alliances, and uh, we've got a new system as well. Um, but we're going to start back on um, October 17th. And just to give some uh, a little bit of background on this, too, back on September 12th, um, when they told us about this big update, they promised us six new heroes and three new alliances, uh, two playable underlords in a duos mode in a partridge in a pear tree um and uh then after the big update uh still to come was going to be uh two more underlords city crawl um and then the start of season one and that's when the game releases um so i doubt we're going to get any city crawl details um in the next couple days um but probably the next uh uh, before at least we're probably going to learn about the underlords mode Uh, we're going to learn about who the underlords are and we're going to learn about how duo's team mode is going to work. Um, but I do find it very cool that we got double the heroes that they originally said we would. And one new alliance. Yeah. So, under promise and over deliver. Blizzard, <laughs> yeah, and- take some notes. <laughs> I, yeah, really, that's how you want to do it. Yeah. Like, people just get more and more excited if you over deliver on something. And, and they're definitely trying to drum up the excitement again with, you know, these new alliances and, and new heroes. So I, I, the correct move, in my opinion. Yeah. Charlie, did you want to start yeah, talking no. about these or did you have something yeah. else? No, I'm, I'm ready to hop into all these new, uh, yeah. uh, these, uh, updates we got on the 17th. Yeah. I knew you were chomping at the bit. You're just like, man, <laughs> I want to talk about these heroes. Um, what what where do you want to start on these? Uh, I think it's probably best to just start with insects because they're all kind of self-contained here. here outside of uh, the addition of Sand King yeah. being in insects, pretty much insects is all the alliance itself is made up of three new units that we can kind of dive into. Yeah, the insect alliance is uh, we've got three new heroes uh, with the insect alliance. Um, there's four total uh, that are going to be in the insect alliance because Sand King gets added to this alliance, yep. and uh, the insect alliance says. Uh, spiderlings swarm enemies from the edge of the board. Uh, enemies bitten by spiderlings have a chance to miss their attacks. Um, so, yeah. so this is kind of like a counter to the um, side of the board counter. Is that is that what I'm hearing here? 
Yeah, well, cornering. Go ahead. Cornering up is obviously not going to be as um, effective against insects. I would say you're, you're going to want to keep your units more towards the center of the board just to avoid that debuff. Um, I'm not sure if when they say miss their attacks, they only mean physical, or if they mean physical and <laughs> magical. So that would be something to keep an eye on as well it'll yeah. obviously affect other units uh, more than it would uh, uh, some. Um, I think it's just going to be regular attacks, because if it was going to have a uh, chance to miss on abilities, it would it would probably specifically say chance to miss uh, attacks and abilities or abilities. Are all abilities physical? Some. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, are all uh, auto attacks physical? Or do some of them have magical properties? That's what I, where I was going. Yes. Yeah, re regular attacks are based on the attack damage, so yes. Okay. Doesn't matter if they're punching you in the face or shooting magical lightning at you. It is considered a physical attack. Seems like it would really affect Arc Warden because a lot of people like cornering him or keeping him on, a, yeah. on an edge. Yeah. So my biggest problem with this alliance, though, is their spiderlings or insects. Spiders are not insects. Um. <laughs> anyway, I so comic book guy coming out on me here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, but uh, if you want to complete if you want to complete this uh alliance, it takes three of them. There's four, um, so yeah. it's just a one tier thing, and you just get it. Um, so that's yeah, it's cool. like a support class. Yeah, I think uh, uh assassins are gonna really like having being backed up by insects, especially with the inclusion of Sand King there. If he keeps his assassin tag, it's gonna be pretty meaningful to go with the uh Nyx assassin and Sand King, and then um either the Broodmother or the Weaver, depending on where on where you're going, but. Yeah, because you can, almost, you can almost you uh, can almost put in the uh, uh, the brood mother and then get another warlock in there and uh, keep that whole lifelink thing as well. Yeah, and and just to talk about some of the new units, uh, we Weaver is a tier two unit. It is a insect hunter, and it has a special ability called Shukuchi. Shukuchi. Yep. Weaver shifts out of his ability, becoming untargetable, and moves through targets, dealing damage to enemies. It passes. So I picture this almost like Sand King's alt, except he stays above ground and turns kind of almost like phasey, and then anything he goes through takes damage. Yeah, um, yeah, that, yeah. That's how that's how it'll work. Now there's a, there's a hidden property, and I, I'm sorry for jumping in here, but um, there's a there's a property within Dota that. When you go invisible, and this concludes Sakuchi, you disjoint any projectiles incoming on you. So it will hit where you, it last knew where you were at before you turned invisible. So there are some, like, things like old, like, Viper Strike. Um, if you Sakuchi'd away from it, it would hit the spot where you finally turned invisible as you ran away. So... I'm really curious to see if the, if this is going to disjoint projectiles as well, because that could be really survivable. That could put them on some puck level survivability. Yeah, it would uh, obviously depend on the cooldown of Shikichi. If it's like a 20 second cooldown, it's going to be less uh, it, effective and sort of random in that regard. For but you know, you know, you you never can really be sure until you see all the uh, data on the ability. Yeah. Uh, there is the Nyx Assassin, which is the insect assassin it is a tier one and uh it has two abilities one spiked carapace which is nyx assassin pops spikes out of its carapace negating and reflecting damage dealt as well as stunning the source of the damage so uh that sounds it doesn't say passive but that sounds almost passive -y, but maybe that's its ability because vendetta also yes vendetta is part of the teleport so after teleporting nyx assassin deals bonus damage its next attack and applies break to the enemy disabling all its passive effect so, My carapace is the big middle finger to uh, Coddle. Okay. Uh, yeah, negating and reflecting damage dealt. Yeah, any charged ability like uh, Wind Ranger's arrows, like it, it it's gonna de heavily depend on when, like how Spike Carapace gets used by the AI. Probably well, yeah, terribly. That's the problem. It, yeah, it's not, yeah probably it's, terribly. This isn't like a MOBA where like you can use it reactively. It's just gonna once Nyx Assassin's a mana is full, it'll have yeah. Spike Carapace up for however long it. it its duration is and uh, i i'd like i'd like to note it's one time per source of damage so if three things that? are hitting him no but that's how the ability will work okay like based on yeah. based on what dota yeah just, based on dota that's just okay. how the ability works it, it it's only one time per damage source so if a source has already been stunned by spike carapace it won't get stunned a second time by it it's only once so 
put him by I don't know like a battle buddy or something like like set it up so he takes all those ability all that ability damage and you well, will we got to figure out what we'll have to see its yeah. stats too because if it has a range of three that's obviously a lot easier to do and it, if it has a range of one because assassin's plank so you're, you're not gonna a... okay yeah, yeah we, we don't know what his saying. basic attack range is if he has a range of three it's a lot easier to get him stay in place as opposed to have him have a range of one where the second someone's not in his range he's blinking hmm. but uh moving on we have the uh tier four unit broodmother which is an insect warlock and its ability spin web broodmother spins a web on top of enemy unit enemies in the web lose attack speed movement speed and cast speed so sounds pretty strong just from the uh the effects obviously very um very large debuff to apply to somebody yeah and i realized that this is a tier four so my original thing was i was like well maybe you can um include this with uh necro or whatever his name is and now now it's like oh shoot no these are both tier four warlocks yeah looking at the looking at broodmother this is actually kind of garbage because i don't know how well well it sounds kind of bad to me in theory like i would rather have a sand king rather than a broodmother because you're spinning a web on top of an enemy unit Mm-hmm. So they lose they they lose that debuff as soon as they exit, and now it depends on how big the webs are. If it's like a three by three, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, that that sounds a lot better. But if it's like just well, this one unit, like something that would affect those charging units, like you were talking about earlier, like coddle and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slowing down the cast speed of something seems like it would be pretty crippling for those units that have to charge. Yeah. Well, not only that, uh, but with it, and then if you have your um, alliance bonus as well. Um, I can see this as being pretty good at slowing down the, the amount of damage that your opponent's doing to you. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it's fair to look at any of these units and say garbage or bad, because again, Broodmother could have a range of four and, and hit like a truck, you know? So like, we, we don't really know. Yeah, we don't have the stats. We don't have the stats. We can just say like, does that ability sound effective? And if it's cast on the right unit, it, and or if like, let's say the cooldown's only five seconds. Well, if you get... You know, she gets four spin webs off. That's pretty, you know, beneficial for fight. Yeah. Um. But moving on here, we've got uh the second new alliance that was announced, and that is the Healer Alliance. Um, all friendly healing is amplified, and there's um one new hero uh that goes under this, but um Enchantress Warlock, um Omni Knight and Necrophos all get this as well. Um, but yeah. the new hero is uh, Dazzle, which is a tier two uh, troll heal- healer. Um, so now trolls are going to be a lot easier to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. You usually weren't even guaranteed to get your troll alliance online since it, it's kind of difficult these days because his his likelihood to increase is based on being in warrior, not in tro- uh, for troll warlord. So the fact that there was only four trolls, you weren't always really going to get that four troll alliance. Now it's something you can actually do, which I don't know how effective that's going to be, but um, certain classes seem to like having their attack speed increase, Savage especially, so. Yeah. Um, and let's see, Shadow uh, Shadow Wave is Dazzle's ability. Uh, Dazzle sends out a bolt of power uh, that arcs between allies, healing them while damaging any nearby enemies. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So- yeah, I'm so excited for Dazzle. I, like, I played a lot of Dazzle in Dota. Like, heal bombing people is so much fun. Yeah, I think uh, I, I'm interested to see how powerful Dazzle will be at tier two, as a tier two unit because it, that ability sounds like something that could be really, really strong once you three star him, depending on how he scales into three star. Uh, something that you know heals and does damage is kind of the bread and butter of the entire Warlock Alliance and what makes them so good. So if that ability ramps up in any meaningful way, he's going to be a scary. Yeah. Um. And then of course healer has uh, like insects is uh you need three of them to to get the one tier and it's just the one tier since there's so yeah. few of them. It's another. Yeah, and it just, yeah, it's another support. Just applies the amplified healing when you complete the bonus, which. Don't really know how effective that will be. Um, one thing I noticed too, and and you can kind of see it early on, and with some of the other guys we'll we'll talk about here in a few moments, is Heartless is getting kind of a big uh big update because there's a lot of uh, Heartless and humans in these uh in these previews, so there's going to be a lot of Heartless to choose from if you get Fall from Grace. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> that it is. Um, but moving on to uh the October 18th update, the big update preview of 
new heroes and alliances. Um, let's see what we've got here. We got uh one new alliance and one new hero that belongs to that alliance. <laughs> There's just one. Um, the the alliance is champion. Uh, champions receive all alliance bonuses. And there's just the one champion, and it's the Legion Commander, which is a tier three. Um, and it's got, and it's a human champion. Um, with dual Legion Commander targets the lowest health enemy, and they are forced to attack each other. Uh, if either hero dies during the duration, the hero winning the duel gains permanent bonus damage. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm curious again with what the cooldown on duel being how much he can really ramp up our damage, but like Legion Commander just looks great. <laughs> uh, one thing to point out from the way it's worded, uh, and I'll let you hop in there in a sec, sec sorry, uh, is that uh, champions receive all alliance bonus. They do not complete other alliance bonuses. So right. uh, that just to be clear on that, you can't buy Legion Commander and hoping to complete anything other than he or Heartless, I suppose, if you have Fall for Great. Yep. And then I think actual, or no, never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you get get it tw- get it twice with her, but no, that no. Right. I I would be uh very interested to see how effective duel is, but just in general, like having somebody, this feels like somebody you can always take and add to your team if if she's being offered to you in in droves by this shop because she's just gonna benefit from being on a complete alliance team and and as you scale in later into the game if you want a ninth unit that you normally wouldn't take because your economy is doing well well legion commander kind of really fits that um also helps out in the situation with uh one of the new mechanics coming yeah. I, I think legion commander is really cool <laughs> oh it's it is really cool i also yeah. just like the fact that it's a one of um yeah that it's you see it and you're just like you know what i you can splash it into about anything yeah yeah, the flexibility yeah. Of, of Legion Commanders is just really cool. Yep, uh, it's almost it feels almost like um, Demon um, a little bit, um, except there's obviously yeah. more demons, but it feels something like that where you're like, oh, I'm gonna go grab this demon to make part of my comp. Right, it doesn't hurt to add this because it it, it slots in pretty easily, needing only itself to uh, complete its effectiveness. Right. Yep. Um, and then uh. The next new alliance that we got, not to be mistaken with Brawny, but we have Brute, um, which uh, there's five. Yeah, five heroes in it. Um, It takes two to complete tier one, two more to complete tier two. Mm -hmm. Um, Whenever a Brute attacks an enemy, uh, they deal additional damage and apply a damage debuff. Uh, Brutes prefer to attack enemies that do not have the debuff. And there's two new heroes that um, are in this. Um, and then the existing heroes that are in Brutes are Axe, Treant, and Doom. Yep. So, and then the two new heroes are Lifestealer and Magnus are their names. Anything you want to talk about Brute or do you want to talk about the heroes? I'm worried about the thing at the end where Brutes prefer to attack enemies that do not have the debuff. It feels like their damage is going to be very unfocused depending on how the AI prioritizes that. But um, I'll have, it'll be one of those things we'll have to see in action. I I am a bit worried about that last line. There, there is a range to it and they will not go outside that range when they're searching for a, a new target to hit. Oh, okay. Is it kind of like how Bloodseeker works then? Yeah. uh, As I understand it, 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 this question was asked and answered by underlords on Twitter. Um, by someone oh, okay. else, I don't remember. But I remember seeing the, the tweet asking this very specific question, and they do have a, a scan range for enemies who don't have the debuff, and um, they will go outside that range. Well, it seems like the strategy would be to spread out against Brute, then, to try and confuse them. <laughs> yeah. Confuse have, the have, Brutes. Uh, right, have somebody in the center, one in, a, one in all four corners, you know, get totally rolled by their own. Army. Even a checker pattern would 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 uh, work pretty well. Yeah, probably. So something that would mm. keep them bouncing around and somewhat close. Yeah. Um. But the first hero, uh, the new hero that we got in brute is a heartless brute by the name of Life Stealer. It's tier one. Um. And its ability is feast. Uh. Life Stealer's attacks damage enemies and heal him for a percentage of his target's maximum health. Imagine that. Oh. Imagine that he's got life steal. <laughs> well, that's that's different. Yeah, well. Um, it's so in Dota, it's his, it's the target's current health. 
So the longer you attack something, the less effective his heal is. But they may, they changed this to maximum health. And yeah, this is a unit you're probably going to want to get to three in a hurry because that's probably going to be like 20, 25% uh, of a target's maximum health per hit. So yeah, you want to level this dude up in a hurry. It's unclear. Is Feast going to be an activative ability where he starts dealing that damage and, and gaining that health for a small window of time? Or is it passive and always applied to his attacks? It's it's in in Dota it it should be a passive. I don't see why this wouldn't be a passive. This reads to me like a passive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could see it being passive with him being a tier one unit though. I would imagine his uh, his stats probably have to be pretty weak then because if if yeah yeah he's a if he's you were an to item... be overpowered. Oh, go ahead. Uh, he yeah he's definitely he, he, yes his stats should be low because he's a in, in Dota he's an item heavy carry so. Like you have to spend a, a bit of time getting him up to where he's he's effective, and I I don't see why this would any be be any different. Like he's gonna really benefit from uh, attack speed items. Like the the gloves of haste are just gonna be godly on him. Yeah, yeah. Generally, with life steal, increasing attack speed is about best in most games, and I wouldn't see why that would be any different. Yep. Um, I agree. What was that? I was just gonna move on to the next one. Yeah. So am I. It sounded like that's what you were doing. That's exactly what I was doing. So the next one is uh, Magnus, which is a tier two. Uh, he is a shaman brute. So we've got a new shaman to add to the mix. Um, yep. And his ability is Empower. Uh, Magnus enrages an ally, granting them damage and cleave temporarily. Um, so he's a nice little support character. Yeah, he seems kind of cool with... Uh... The shaman tag too. Obviously, uh, this opens up shaman as an earlier strategy than before, much like troll. Right. Um, which is pretty cool. You can you don't have to rely on finding you know tier four and tier five. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, ogre magi and Magnus. That's the combo. That's those two the are combo. Be, those two are going to be best friends. Yeah, if uh, Empower were to target Ogre Magi, that would be very helpful, especially since Ogre Magi prioritizes himself with Bloodlust now. Yeah. And Empower should be a, a pretty low cooldown ability, like between five and seven seconds, most likely, because um, that would be an equivalent. It's also worth noting that Cleave doesn't work where, like, when it attacks a unit, it damages every adjacent space. Cleave works where when it attacks the unit, it affects the spaces to the left and right of the attacked unit. So it's not yes. a full circle cleave. It's only to the left and right of the unit that's being struck. Right. Okay. Um, Just because cleave gets brought up a few times today and it's figured I'd be clear about the mechanic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I honestly had no idea. So uh, it's good to know. Um, The next update on update three, which happened yesterday, um, we got uh, three more heroes. Um, no new alliances. I think we've gone through all the alliances now, right? Uh, Brute, uh, Champion, yeah. Yeah. Insects, and Healer. Yep. So we've gone through all the new alliances. So right now it's all just heroes. Um, we got. As an aside, which uh, alliance do you think you're the most excited um, of the new ones? I am excited about Insects. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's because I feel like insects works great with assassins, and I really like assassins. Um, yeah. So I feel like I this would be a nice addition to that. And, and same question for you, Zach. Oh, champion, hands down. There's some I've already got some squirrely combinations in my head. <laughs> like, and I am very excited to try these out. Like elusive brawny. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome, Tresden, who now has like 500 damage over the course of like a billion duels. Oh, this also goes good with Bloodbound too, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. that would be god. Yeah, <laughs> who's now attack of the 50 foot woman essentially? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've turned Dota Underlords into a grindhouse film all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, mm. and just <laughs> myself, I'll say brutes. Uh, I. I, I like the idea that Trent and Doom are in this alliance. It those are two of my favorite units in the game, probably. So uh, to see them both in uh, this brand new alliance is pretty exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, I like how they showed the graphic and Trent's not on the graphic, but the other four are. Yeah, <laughs> like Trent's just like, thanks, guys. He's got a lot to do already, being elusive Durant. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> thanks for not letting me in the club. Um. So, uh, or maybe he's just being elusive and wasn't there for picture day. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. 
Um, so let's see. Uh, the next update, uh, we got the three more heroes. Uh, the first hero that they showed was a tier one um, shadow demon, which is a heartless demon. Um, so we got a new demon and new heartless. Uh, demonic purge uh, repeatedly purges its target, removing buffs and slowing movement and attack speed for five seconds. When demonic purge ends, the target is dealt damage. Cool. Seems pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a tier one demon. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, you can uh, take advantage of the demon bonus right out the gate. Um, po yeah. Possibly pair it with another heartless unit like Drow and, and maybe roll into some uh, nice hunter compositions while having an early demon to, to pair with it. So Yeah. I, I don't know if I like Demonic Purge here. I really don't. <laughs> I don't this. I don't think this is the ability I would have given him. I think I would have given him uh, Disruption, which uh, like blinks the target out for a few seconds, and then when they come back, uh, it makes two illusions of them that attack the uh uh the person you disrupted i think i would have rather had that yeah i can use another arc coordinate tier one yeah <laughs> I, I mean like the illusions like are they don't last that long they last like i think five six seconds tops but like yeah that actually and they can't use any abilities they're just right clicks essentially yeah. um I, but, I just feel like yeah. that would be a little powerful for a tier one unit is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So, so More that's so probably the reason why. Yeah. Part. Right. Um. So I I agree with you if this was a higher tier unit, but I think yeah, they just yeah, really yeah. wanted a tier one demon, and so they probably went with a lesser um ability. There were a lot of buffs added in this uh so far as well. Um, and we've even still got a few more to talk about. So having a unit added to the game that counters some of these buffs, like empower and whatnot we can uh yeah okay at least keep some of the new stuff in check i would guess but yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm mainly excited for tier one demons <laughs> <laughs> right um the next unit is bristle back uh which is a brawny savage tier four um quill spray is his ability bristle back sprays <laughs> quills from his back damaging nearby enemy uh, enemy units uh enemies take additional damage for each time they have been hit with quill spray this round it sounds like willie is super excited for the porcupine i i i love me some rig wall man like seriously like, like charlie has experienced uh bristleback via artifact and what a nightmare that guy can be in that game but dota 2 man you basically just tape your a finger to quill spray it's a, it's a it's going to be a very low cool down uh uh, ability it's gonna be a couple seconds like maybe three tops um but like he he is one of the tankiest units and he can put out an incredible amount of damage with quill spray and and some of his other abilities in dota and like i i love his character like the dude just wants to have bar fights like that's how him and tusk met like bristleback insulted like tusks tusks and um so tusk challenged him to a bar fight and tusk won and bristleback it, in dota he's trying to track tusk down he wants his rematch <laughs> and i love it. it he's such a fun hero yeah it's it's basically run at the other person the game okay and then turn and then turn your back to him the last second yeah he's a porcupine like he's lou boo you don't pursue lou boo i have no idea what reference that is but i'll go with no, it that's a it's a dynasty warriors reference okay sorry <laughs> so I, I in order for his uh, attack to constantly come out his uh, mana cost will have to be pretty low i would imagine uh so mm -hmm. maybe this cooldown will be five seconds and and mana would be like 20 or something making him a good octarine candidate as well I'm, I'm curious how they'll approach that though if the the intention to that is to have quill spray on almost a constant cap mm -hmm. with the mechanics of this game the uh, mana cost would have to be pretty low because as much as you mitigate the cooldown, it wasn't, ma you know, as you know, with Tinker, uh, even though his thing goes down to a 0.5 second ability cooldown, that doesn't mean he's casting at every 0.5 seconds because the mana cost is still there. Yeah. What what I suspect could happen in this case is they may treat it like Ogre Magi because Quill Spray at first does very little damage. Like once it starts stacking, like that's when it becomes the danger. When he gets four or five off, you're like panic mode. You so you want to like, get away. Like Arc Warden and uh uh Ogre and Magi, Ogre. the ability will cost zero. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think 
I think the funniest thing about um this reveal though was um the previous two days there were so many people that were predicting um that brawny because brute was coming into play that brawny was going to get rotated out and no longer be an alliance and people thought savage was going to go away um because there was a lot of units that had moved out like hadn't moved out of savage but had gained other alliances um, yeah. so people thought that Savage was going to go away and Brawny was going to go away. And then they bring out Bristle back and they're like, no, he's a Brawny Savage. And people <laughs> are like, oh, I guess those alliances I, aren't going away after all. I do think Quill Spray will be magnified by Mage bonus, Mage Alliance bonuses. Okay. I do, I do believe it will be magical damage. All right. You heard yeah. it here first. Um, some units, uh, vary. So, it would, I mean, it wouldn't unprecedented. Yeah. <laughs> so... All of this said, I've been sitting here delaying on talking about the big one that we got here that I think <laughs> Willie is most excited about. I'm so happy. And that is Sven, who we've talked about on the show before. Um, and uh, he is the ace tier knight. Um, the ace of knights. When Sven casts God strength, all allied knights lose their knight alliance bonus and gain increased damage per knight alliance level for the remainder of the round. So immediately knights go from defense to offense and lose their defense and gain the offense. Um, Sven is also a human scaled knight. <laughs> um, God strength. Uh, uh, Sven emerges and gains amplified damage and then cleave, which is a passive uh, Sven's melee attack strike nearby enemy units for a percentage of his damage. And if you remember Charlie saying earlier, that's to the left and to the right. Um, Sven is a badass. Yeah, he seems really good. He uh, kind of solves the problem that, and I, it wasn't really a problem, but lately uh, Knight's been splashing Tidehunter just to fulfill the scaled alliance that Viper now provides, completing the Dragon Alliance for Dragon Knight. And Sven just kind of solves that all at once by being human scaled and Knight. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And being the ace of the entire faction itself as well. As well. Yeah. Like, this is so silly. Like, I, I've i played Dota 2 for like nine years, eight, eight, nine years now. And I never knew the, the whole scaled part of Sven's backstory. And Sven <laughs> is actually legitimately one of my favorite heroes to play. Like, Bristleback, like Bristleback and Sven are both like kind of really tanky carries. And like, I never, like, I always just thought it was kind of like, an axe type race like they're just blue mm. but yeah. uh his mother yeah, no. was his mother was i don't remember the name of the his mommy was slardar his mom was slardar and his <laughs> father was omni knight yes we bring, <laughs> we bring you the hottest lore here at uh yo um but no like i i i'm happy that i was right i couldn't really like commit if you heard the previous episodes where we've, we've mentioned him i always like flip-flop of he would be either a warrior and a knight. And I finally um, settled on knight like last week because like it's Sven, the rogue knight. Wouldn't he be the head of the, the ace of the knight faction? Um, the skill thing is just ridiculous to me. Like, because you're going to have the knight bonus on top of the scaled bonus. Cause really, if you pair him with like Medusa for the, uh, the scale for retaliate, man, that dude's going to jack some stuff up. Yeah. And one of the problems you have too sometimes is Necro is often your fourth heartless to complete the heartless alliance if you're in Fall from Grace Knights. And sometimes Necro is highly contested and Sven won't be if you're one of the few knights and, and you're going after him. He can yeah. also fulfill that final role of a fourth uh, heartless. He just slots into the alliance so well with those, or slots into the knight uh, build so well with those three alliances. Yeah. And then here comes Sven's BFF Tresden, the Legion commander, picking up all those bonuses as well. <laughs> yeah um, down the road hand in hand i think my favorite thing about this though is the fact that all those people playing knights that laugh in coddle's face coddle could potentially be getting the last laugh now <laughs> as finn pops god's strength and then coddle wipes out all the knights <laughs> yeah i'm curious if the knights will start um staggering i i assume their ai will be programmed to start separating from one another once uh, the night bonus falls offline, because they're they're no longer dependent on that, but we'll have to see. Yeah, if they you want to hear stay, the stay sort of clumped. You want to hear the big brain play? I've got it right here. Uh, put mass put mask of madness on Sven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
it might be if you're if you're running against a mage heavy comp if you're running against a mage heavy comp that might be the play yeah you're gonna turn off god's strength but you'll keep your obviously knight alliance and then passive the passive of cleave will be more effective yeah that's if your head's up Mm. against a mage it might not be bad idea it's hard to uh I don't know. I I guess it wouldn't be a big deal to just take your Mask of Madness off your uh, Luna. So yeah, definitely something there. Interesting. Big brain plays by Willie. Next <laughs> week, I'm going to introduce you as Big Brain Willie. <laughs> so. Okay. I'll take big it. Big time contract brain Willie. Big time contract They're brain Willie. Per- perfect. <laughs> that, 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 that is my thing. Big contract brain plays. Big contract brain plays. There you go. <laughs> Um, the final update was today. Uh, got it literally an hour ago. Um, and waited this... all day for this so we could bring it to you guys. Yeah, waited all day for the last two heroes and mm-hmm. a pretty big thing we're gonna talk about at the end here. Um, but uh, the first hero that we got, we got uh, both of them are primordials, which has me excited. Um, but the first one, and, and this means druid is also not going away because it's a primordial druid. Um, tier three IO, um, the beep update. The beep boop soon. I hate you, Val. Boop soon. Oh man. Um, the beep update. Boop soon. All right. Uh, relocate. Uh, to uh, is one of its ability IO reports. Uh, a way to receive a dead hero. Uh, teleports a way to revive a dead hero. IO in the hero return with full health and are purged of negative effects. Okay. It's um, going to take a few seconds. Yeah. Uh, tether IO tethers to the nearest allied unit and pulls itself towards it. IO in the tethered unit gain attack speed and damage reduction. The tether will break if they move far apart. IO, IO it's is a tier three. It's a tier three unit. Oh, this is such ridiculousness. I assume now, IO's do? damage will be almost non-existent based yes. on those abilities. Um, yeah, let we, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Last international, um, the winners OG cheesed IO. Like they played IO as a carry rather than a, a hard support, and it worked a little too well. Yeah. Um. The AI but, yeah, is not like going to do that. No, it's definitely not. But like, I'm really curious as to how it's going to prioritize relocate targets. Um, though I suspect the whole relocate process will take between like four to five seconds, because that's about how long a, te- a relocate takes in in Dota. So I I suspect it should be an equivalent amount. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious as to how it's going to uh prior which dead hero it's going to prioritize because. Like if it's gonna like take the nearest one, IO suddenly is like really positional heavy, so you don't accidentally grab that one star clockwork when you wanted your three star lichen, you know, to get rezzed. So like that's that's gonna that's the thing that's gonna really tether on if uh IO's good or not. Yeah. I can't believe I made that I'm sorry I made that joke. <laughs> boop I soon. I shouldn't have done that. Boop soon. I wanna boop <laughs> Willie out of here soon. Oh god, I'm so mad at Val and their sense of humor sometimes. <laughs> um, but the final hero that we got here, um, is the primordial assassin who is also the ace of assassins, ace tier, faceless void. Um, uh, ace of assassins, allied assassins have a chance to dodge attacks by jumping backward in time, fully <laughs> avoiding both physical and magical damage, and it's got the chrono cube. Uh, creates a blister in space-time, stunning all units caught in the cube. Uh, Faceless Void has increased movement and attack while in the cube. Faceless yeah. Void sounds awesome. Yeah, he sounds really he, good. He gets a... Okay, uh, again, uh, I, I have to draw a Dota 2 comparison here. He gets an absurd amount of movement and attack speed inside the, the, the chronosphere. Like, it's it's silly. It's a cube here because we play on a square board. Yeah. Right. Well, so, you know, Chrono, you know, well, I need time to adjust to that. But yeah, he gets a silly amount of, of attack speed. Like, we're talking like three star Slark levels of slapping. Yeah. That would be scary. It, it is very scary. If you, like, you're going to want to throw something like probably a Maelstrom. Actually, Maelstrom would be pretty good on him because he usually has a pretty high attack speed. Um, And then you get that, you drop the Chrono Cube. 
and then it just goes through the roof and he's just chucking plasma everywhere all of a sudden. I'm excited. I was I'm very excited. I was wanting to know who the eighth tier assassin was gonna be. And this This actually wouldn't have been is my what pick. I want to play. Yeah, I, I'm curious how high the rate on the dodge dodge by jumping backward through time effect will be. Uh, it sounds very, very strong though. Uh it feels like assassins are going to be on the next level when you when you come online with that ace uh more so than almost any other ace i can think of to be honest yeah yeah the healing reduction and um basic you're basically getting the elusive bonus but it applies to both the physical and magical attacks yeah the 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 biggest knock you can make against assassin is that they kind of eat it against mage and this is going to really help with that yeah 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 when i when i first read that ace ability i was like yeah this is definitely a uh a, count, a hard counter to to mages. Yeah. Um. So those are all twelve heroes, and there's no heroes leaving underlords. There's no alliances leaving underlords. Yep. Um. So that might have you asking some questions of, hey, Valve, how how are we gonna get some of these three star units now? Isn't this gonna oversaturate the market? And <laughs> then Valve says, oh. We have introduced jail. <laughs> uh, that even though season one adds twelve new heroes to the roster, we have decided not to remove any beta season heroes. Uh, you might be asking yourself, won't this make it harder to rank up heroes? Uh, this is where the jail comes in. Every twenty-four hours, a number of heroes are removed from the pool. This system also will make sure that when creating the list of heroes to ban, that all alliances can still be completed. The meta will change. Every single day. Yeah. That's crazy. It, and a lot of people have been talking about it recently about solving Underlord's meta, and that's what makes it boring uh, because eventually everybody figures out what the best three builds are. Then it's about rushing those builds or determining whether or not you are going for an aggressive first place strategy or a more um, uh, second to fourth sort of reliance strategy, depending on which build is most popular. This throws all that out the window. You can't really solve a build because even or solve a meta because even if you do, it's going to change the next day. And with the way this reads, I just want to point out this system. It's saying this system will also make sure that when creating the list of heroes to ban, the alliances can still be completed. That means currently Demon Hunter, Anti-Mage, Ogre Magi, and Mr. Warlock would be ineligible from being put in jail because they are the only pieces to their... Oh, and also Legion Commander. Um, yep. They are the only pieces to their alliance in Champion, Bloodbound, and... Uh, demon hunter and if you were to take out any of them you could not complete that alliance yeah. um so these heroes have been caught making trouble this little graphic says every day uh eight to twelve heroes are detained and cannot be hired from the shop uh despite these absence all alliances can still be fully completed ricky ravenhook says extrajudicial imprisonment is a daily part of white spire life we need ricky ravenhook in the game yeah he looks pretty great. Hopefully it's the first Underlord revealed tomorrow. Yeah, that would be something. I think he's just a graphical uh, thing, so I don't think he's a character in the game, but who knows? Um, we, we still haven't got all the updates yet. We still That's true. <laughs> we, st we don't know who the two Underlords are yet. We don't know how Underlords work yet. Yeah. We don't know how well, Duo's mode works yet. A new thing that Underlords might be able to do is break a unit out of jail. Um, if any maybe. of the underlords have that, would that be kind of team, then maybe it'll allow you to swap a unit that's in jail or break a unit out of jail that only you'll see in the hero pools or something like that. Yeah. Um, I know Willie's over here on mute. Um, I don't know if he's, he's kind of muted no. in there. He's okay. He's, uh, he's I, available because I, I wanted to ask you a question, Willie. Um, What's that? how does this affect UPL? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, this isn't the, this isn't the system I would have personally introduced. I would have done a more traditional seasonal uh jail. Um, but I guess we're gonna find out how it turns out in a few days when we see the meta from duos. Which I yeah, this is a poor comparison, but you can still kind of make the comparison because the the like the meta from duos might be violently different from the meta that uh happens in singles. Um. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see over the course of the weeks because this next week of singles for UPL, it's it's going to be on the Underlords patch, and it's the last re regular season week. 
So, so uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have to be watching a lot of streamers and stuff like that. This AI as soon as this patch drops, and just kind of see how everyone's shaking the meta out with the with the with how the jail works. So, so one of the things that you've mentioned in previous shows is you really like it when um UPL uh when the an update drops right before UPL and it rewards the players that can adapt the fastest. Yeah. So wouldn't this still be the case for this? Okay, personally as a viewer, um I love I love that kind of stuff. Um in terms of like stability for a, a league um and and seeing like who the best is in a particular meta, this isn't uh, this changes a lot of things pretty rapidly. I like we're going to have to see like how the jail system shakes out before like I can finally say like I really don't like this or no, you know what? I I said I didn't like this, but this turned out all right is how they do um jail so they say 8 to 12 heroes is it going to be the same 8 to 12 heroes every time like monday it's these eight heroes and it will only ever be these eight heroes uh, tuesday we'll see then that's then and that what kind of has me worried because like i hope not too because then that means there's gonna be a a, a literal meta every day of the week and that's gonna get really weird yeah it's like it's wednesday what do i play on wednesdays yeah right. like what what's the friday and i, I hope that doesn't happen so like as a player, it's pro- like as a viewer, it's really exciting to watch. As an administrator, it's kind of <laughs> let's see how this turns out. You know, I think it sounds cool, and I I think it sounds cool yeah. from an esports perspective for the fact that it rewards the players that are able to um l- learn the quickest on what's good right then. Right, like I I would rather have the the players be learning over the course of a couple weeks rather than daily you know i am surprised that jail is a daily thing and not a weekly thing um yeah yeah when yeah, yeah, i yeah. initially read it i thought uh oh you know like in, in the few seconds before i got to the next sentence i was like oh this will be a this will be a weekly thing not a daily thing but every 24 hours sure enough so um i think the most important part, part to keep in mind though is despite the absences all alliances can still fully be completed so still knowing your alliances and what completes build is going to be important and um you're just going to have to maybe change some strategies around. Like if you, if you have a strategy that really only works because Necrophos is part of the Alliance and he adds things that both Warlock and Heartless need for your particular build and he's in jail, well, that particular build might not, might not be the way to go. I think this is going right. to affect, uh, you know, creating those dual Alliance synergies more so than yeah. it will affect the uh, playability of an individual I, alliance. And yeah. that might not be such a bad thing where you have to kind of find it rather than knowing every every game you go into, oh, here I'm looking for Necro, here I'm looking for Doom because it's the bridge, you know, you won't always have that option. And that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think, I think the way that this is going to shake out um, is I think people are going to have strategies of overall like um if you go for assassins and something else like this is the units you're gonna go for um and if these units are in jail these are the other units that you use instead yeah or even so if it's it's if it's really dependent on one or two units this strategy isn't really viable if unit x and y are in jail yeah so you want to go some you know you want to go a different completely different strategy than if you put or just on days that these units are in jail, maybe it's just you, you just don't play this alliance. Yeah. So, um, and, and you do something different. Uh, or it's one of those things where you got to keep up to date on. Well, if these units are in jail, then uh, that means this alliance could potentially be even stronger today. And so maybe that's the alliance you want to play that day, um, uh, or try to, or something like that. Um, or right. if you find yourself into it, you know, you know that okay, I have a really good chance with this alliance today because these units are out that kind of can't help counter it. And if I'm correct about Bloodbound and um, the uh, Demon Hunters, it gives those alliances almost a little bit of the advantage of consistency and the fact that they'll never end up in jail. So you'll always have kind of those options as sort of bridge alliances because that's just what they are. You, you obviously can't go full Bloodbound or full Demon Hunter. It's something you... you 
you tie into other major alliances as support. So you'll always have those kind of like support crutches for now until they yeah. release more Bloodbound or and uh Yeah, you'll always have Legion Commander. Forever. Legion Commanders. Forever and ever. <laughs> yep. Till they um, give us another champion. She, she you can't jail the commander, man. Can't jail the commander. That I think true. I just came no. up with our episode. <laughs> Yeah, um, but that does it for all of the updates. Um, as I said, we're gonna get uh gonna learn a little bit about Underlord still this week and learn about Duo's team mode. Uh, this releases, I believe, on Thursday, um, October twenty fourth, or at least. Have they said the release date yet? No. Okay, so that's it should be Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. It's it's most likely gonna be Thursday. Yeah, uh, most likely Thursday, October twenty fourth. Um, where our next show will probably be next Sunday. Um, and like I said, uh, so we'll have a couple days where we'll get to play this new update, talk about it. Um, and then, uh, just a reminder, we will have a week off after that. Um, and then we'll be talking a lot about Underlords and hopefully, hopefully we're all excited about the game by then. Um, <laughs> if not, this podcast might come to an end. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be awkward. That would no be kind of awkward. The game doesn't change at all. Yeah. Um, no, so, I, 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 I think it's going to be a good change. Uh, it's definitely going to get me interested again in the game and playing it. Um, the whole jail thing is going to be uh, pretty fun. Um, I'm excited to see what Underlords is going to be. I'm, I'm excited to see what the next update after this is going to be as well. Um, I do expect um, between this coming out, there will probably be another lull where we're kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know. That one. No, I honestly, that's what jail solves for me. Jail makes the game fun and different every day. Yeah. So like, I feel like these things where we're talking about feeling like lulls or feeling like the meta's gotten a bit stale. I, I, I'm hoping jail is the answer. I think it is for that. Yeah, I would agree. So, um, anything else that you guys want to talk about on this update or what you're excited about or, um, Actually, I'm I'm pretty surprised at how much more viable Primordial just got. Yeah, just by yeah, adding two new heroes. It's a yeah. big alliance. Yeah. Two good heroes at that. Right. Um, I pretty and, much and beeped Primor all my boots. Yeah, beeping all the boots. <laughs> um, with that said, I think it's time to get out of here. This was a long show. I don't even know what we're up to at this point. Um, <laughs> eh, it's not that long. No, about, about a little hour. over an hour. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. To the pro that is not what I meant to hit. <laughs> nice. That's also not what I meant to hit. Where's the button? Where's the button? That's the button. Good job. You did it. I I believed in you the whole time. Oh, man. Uh, I forgot where the... I, I need to get, like... Uh, I need to get, like, some tape or something. The problem is... The buttons are different um, between this and my other show. I need to get them kind of matched up. So that way I can just label them or something. So, um, but anyway, uh, we didn't have any new emails this week, but if you'd like to email us, uh, younderlords at gmail.com is where you would do that. Um, and we love reading your emails. We love uh, answering questions uh, or giving us ideas. Uh, to talk about and things like that. So yo underlords at gmail.com. Uh, as a reminder, uh, if you want to come and join our discord, I have a feeling when duos comes out, we're going to be grabbing some people from that discord channel and to come play with us. Um, you can come and be my duo partner so that I don't have to be duo partners with Willie. Uh, so Dear discord, <laughs> discord.me slash yo podcast is where you would do that at. Um, so Willie needs a duo partner, so you might want to join that Discord and become his. Uh, <laughs> this is just going to be the running joke now, man. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to help support the show as well, uh, Apple Podcasts, if you hop over there, iTunes, whatever it's called these days, uh, leave a nice little review there. That helps uh, get the show be seen by other Underlords fans. Um, helps us spread the word out about the show and helps support us. And if you do that, we'll we'll read the review on uh, uh, next week's show. So shout outs and how can people get in contact with you, uh, Charlie? Uh, follow me at BalrogFanBP on Twitter. Uh, that's where I'm usually active on the socials. Uh, I've been 
I'm streaming a lot more recently. Oh, I'm kind of all over the place with my games, though. Um, but if you want to check that out, twitch.tv slash ballrogfam. Yeah. How about you, Willie? Uh, you can find me this Friday uh, over at uh, twitch.tv slash underlordspro uh, casting the Duos Invitational with uh, Bebe and I believe Charmer. He hasn't confirmed yet, but I think it's going to be Charmer as well. You can find me on Twitter at Zexorus. Same with Twitch. Send all of your angry emails to Zexorus at gmail.com where I will send you funny pictures in return. Awesome. Uh, as for me, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me over on Twitter at Eldorian. And uh, give me a follow there and uh, maybe you'll... If you're interested in Blizzard things, I'll be at BlizzCon. So if you're at BlizzCon, uh, come say hi. Uh, if you happen to like Hearthstone things, uh, go check out uh, World of Podcast panel on Thursday night uh, before BlizzCon. Uh, I will be on the opening panel over there. Uh, so that would be pretty cool if you want to hang out and talk about Blizzard things or Underlords. So uh, that'll be pretty fun and I'll be excited to see you. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us for episode 9 of Yo! and Underlords Podcast. Uh, you can tweet us at PodcastYo or email us at YoUnderlords at gmail.com with comments, questions, and ideas that you have for the show. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.